Welcome to Beyond the Walls with Pastor Israel Rodriguez, and I'm Tim Flaherty, the Christian talk radio show that goes beyond the surface level to explore the deeper truths of faith. Join us as we journey together into the heart of God's love and discover the power of faith to transform our lives. Welcome back to another week of Beyond the Walls. I'm your host, Tim Flaherty, and my co-host and partner in all of this is here with me today, Pastor Israel Rodriguez. Good morning, team. Good morning, Martin. Good morning, Treasure Valley. Buenos dias on Beyond the Walls. Of course, we have with us today, again, my brother, Martin Flaherty, pastor and office mate of my co-host there at Deer Flat Church. Martin has graduated from sharing a bedroom with me when we were children to sharing an office with Israel as an adult. He's cleaner than you as a roommate. I don't know. I was a pretty clean child. <laughs> it's the Saturday after Thanksgiving, and we've just spent a, a week with family and stuffing ourselves with food. And, you know, it's really made me think a lot about charity and generosity. And of course, this is the giving season and uh, Giving Tuesday is right around the corner. I guess, you know, the thought that I've had, and a lot of times my thoughts are just intellectual in nature, but I like to ask these questions because I think if I'm thinking it, there's a really good chance that other people out there, there's other 40 something year old guys who are thinking the same sort of thing. And I, I guess one of the thoughts I have is why there's so much to do right here in our backyard, and, and we do a lot, to our credit, I would say. We, we really try hard to make a difference here in the Treasure Valley, but why go all the way across the world for mission work when there's such a need right here in our backyard? I mean, are we betraying ourselves, or, or is it okay? Well, uh, according to the book of Matthew, you know, chapter 24, uh, those verses that really encourage to take the gospel, the gospel of the kingdom, you know, to preach it around the nations. We see the disciples starting in Jerusalem. That was their community, their their background, and spreading the gospel to the next towns and, and into Judea and Samaria. And then it begins to, they began to move out to the ends of the earth. I will assume, I, I want to think, that the reason for this particular order is that back in the days they didn't have airplanes. Today, I don't want to say that God is not calling a person to go to the Middle East or India or China, but for those who don't know uh, that we have international students in our backyard, you know, that's a good place where you can start interacting with such uh, nations and uh, different uh, groups and different languages and different people. And if you still have the call and the resources in a way that you want to go and accomplish what the Lord is calling you to do, you take an airplane and go. But uh, it's, it's, it's something that will uh, require a lot of prayers, you know, because needs, as I say, is all over. The important thing is to go where God wants you to go and do what he wants you to do. And you will find that out as you develop a closer, intimate relationship with Him in prayer. Do we have a lot of things to do here? Yes, starting in, in our own garages and, and backyards. You know, there's a lot of cleaning, a lot, a lot of things to do, helping our neighbors, helping the widow, helping the people, uh, 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 who the seniors, you know, who need a hand at times. But one thing is not to replace the, or the other. If my finances are limited, why not start in here? So I don't become a burden to the people by asking for donations. You know, I believe that the same God that's calling you out to go anywhere, 
he will also come uh, confirm where he wants you to go by bringing people your way and you will know he's all about this agenda even though there's nothing wrong in asking people that you know but you your total dependence on on for your life is 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 by faith and if you say the lord is calling you he will also make a way for you to go martin tell us are we betraying our own community by going out to the third world i don't think you are unless that's all you do i think there's people need jesus everywhere there's needs everywhere but there there's definitely a place for cross-cultural missions as well as local missions or regional missions you and know. you do both that work. So, you know, tell me about the allocation of resources. How do you, like, you do a couple of mission trips a year, as we, and we're going to talk about for the next two weeks, to this week and next week, we're going to talk about those two trips you took this last summer to Belize. But just real quickly, like, tell us some of the other things the church is doing locally. Sure. So there's local missions, there's regional missions, there's cross-cultural missions. And so whether we take, you know, a group of middle schoolers into Boise to to work with some of the the local charities there um, or the local churches there and spend, you know, overnight, a couple of nights, <clears throat> or whether we take them to Portland or whether we take them to Seattle, Spokane, uh, re- more regional cities and things like that. Yeah. And then also the, the cross-cultural going to another country. But all those things... I think can be done to the glory of God and also to help disciple young people and adults to be more like Jesus. Yeah, there was, I remember years ago you started going to Portland with teenagers and serving the homeless there. Tell us a, just a touch about how that came to be and, and some of the experience there. Yeah, so again, a lot of it's networking. It's knowing people who know people who are doing things or knowing people who are doing things and and finding where people are serving and coming alongside and joining where God's already at work and really finding people who are doing good work, great work, and rather than reinventing something, coming in and just pouring some fuel on the fire that's already burning that's doing great. What was the name of that? It was like Bridge something. What was it? Do you remember? Bridgetown Ministries, yeah, Serving Under the Bridge. Yeah, that was absolutely awesome. And you would take a group of 30, 40, 50 high school students. Mm-hmm and travel to portland and mm-hmm. serve yeah they do great things they i mean there's a variety of things going on you know at the time so there was foot washing there was hair cutting there was serving food there was distributing clothes there was prayer there there was just a lot of great activities and you could break up and do different things with uh, people there so what are some of the things you do locally i mean i know that the church uh, that the Deer Flat Church community does a lot of stuff, but give us just a snippet of some of the things you do locally that y- y- that you have an impact on. Sure. So there's, I mean, there's needs within your own church body, you mm-hmm. know, your own church family. So you could serve people there. Uh, then there's local needs around you, whether those are just you know nonprofits. I've seen parachurch organizations, and you know them all: Lifeline, Love Inc., Hands of Hope. They're all out there, and they they all need volunteers and. It's great. I've seen one of the one of the greatest things that I saw happen this last summer. There's, you know, an aging population at Deer Flat Church, elderly groups, and you know, widows, husband passes, and I I, I remember calling Israel one uh, Saturday, and and I and I was trying to talk. I don't remember exactly what I was trying to talk to you about, but you were at a at an elderly woman's house with a group of college kids cleaning up her yard and do you remember this the 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 young men and the young women and they they were eager to help and these were these were young people from across the world who were here and they just wanted to show their gratitude 
you know, to me, that was one of the greatest, I think, representations of how the church really can come together because this woman didn't have any family or sons that could help her and her yard was a mess and the joy on her face when it was finished. Yeah, I remember meeting her and uh, listening to her requests, you know, when I asked her, how how can I help you? How can we serve you as, as, as a church, as a family of faith? And she just mentioned, you know, I would love to have some helping hands to come and help me clean uh, this this jar, my, my garden. And uh, this year we had the opportunity to connect uh, some of the college students to come and serve on this local project. And uh, a lot of these kids come from different backgrounds, religious and cultures and languages. But they're here in America because they got a scholarship and they came to study. And we've been meeting them through the uh, support of, of the Flat Church and uh, the different uh, partners in the communities. And they came to help. They heard it was the latest birthday. Uh, some of uh, of her <laughs> friends were coming yeah. in, and after they finished working that day, they cleaned up and they asked me, if, they asked me if they could come in and and and, and greet her and, and and say happy birthday and share with her. And uh, she just enjoyed that. But God used that as as a way to introduce these kids to the other ladies who also wanted some kind of help in their gardens. And then this started to grow exponentially as people were telling others what was happening right and i think sometimes we just don't know the good we can do uh you know if we set out with some sort of plan to meet all the needs of all the elderly people in the church but you know it might not have happened but we but we just you know somehow connected with one and then it organically spread and everyone was you know was getting help i think to me it's incredible to see that even that small, little, tiny miracle happening through the natural gift of human kindness. Yes, and uh, we're. I think our faith is tested when we're faithful in the simple and the little things. Sometimes we want to aim for bigger things, and we're not ready or willing to do what we need to do today. You know, right here, right now, and and God wants. All that is within us. He wants our heart here. He wants our heart next door. I remember this kid telling me, you know, how he was praying to go to China. He wanted me to pray for him to go on this trip to China. And one of his neighbors was from China. And it was a silly question. I asked him, do you know your next door neighbor who is from China? He said, I've never talked to him. You know, and, and it was a reality to, to, to face with him. And I say, how, how do you expect to go to China when you don't know your next door neighbor who is from China? You don't know his name. You have never talked to him. You have never have any conversation with him. You don't know where he does for a living. You don't know anything about his family. So it was it, it was kind of like a contradiction to me. But, uh, I mean, God works in different ways uh, with different people, with different desires uh, that, that are lined up with the main purpose of sharing the gospel and reaching the lost. With that, we'll be right back. Estegos is powered by the faithful donations from people like you. Their mission is to help everyone in the Treasure Valley through their community warehouse, housing programs, and the Boise Food Bank. They believe all human beings should be respected and loved. Each person is special and deserves to live their life to the fullest. If you want to donate to Estegos, go to their website, estegos.org, and click on the yellow Donate button at the top of the page. That's A-S-T-E-G-O-S dot org, and click on the Donate button. Hey, this is Pastor Dave McGuire from Deer Flat Church. If you're looking for a welcoming community where you can explore your faith or you want to deepen your relationship with God, come check us out in Caldwell, Idaho. Our Sunday worship services are at 9 a.m. and 1045, and you're going to love the setting. We sit out in the middle of farm ground. 
Our members at the church offer such guidance and friendship and support as you journey on your spiritual path. Find us online at dearflat.org or stop by for a visit today. Hey, this is the church, the perfect church for imperfect people. And we're back with Beyond the Walls. I'm your host, Tim Flaherty. I'm here with my brother, Martin, and my co-host, Pastor Israel Rodriguez from uh, the country of Venezuela. Uh, they both work at Deer Flat Church. But before we get into my brother's uh, story here about this trip this summer, uh, I want to just remind people he's going to be back next week again to talk about the trip he had with the the young people as well. And I wanted to remind you, if you're out there, if you're a pastor or if you're a congregant and you need anything for your ministry, uh, look us up, astegos.org, A-S-T-E-G-O-S dot O-R-G, astegos.org. We have an incredible 15,000 square foot community warehouse in Garden City. It is chocked full of supplies. We are uh, really eager to meet you and uh, try our, our dangest to help you. Martin, tell us a little bit about this trip. You've you've picked it. You've, you're going to Belize. You've announced it. <clears throat> You have, you know, it's going to cost $2,000. How much was it going to cost? Give us $1,600. $1,600. People have signed up through the church website. You have your organizing dinners. Sure. Uh, you, have your, you have your local ministry that you do for six or eight months where you get people out to the... Yeah, this was a little different, though, because it's adults. And so, and the cost of $1,600 is a little bit, it's not, it's not the full cost. The full cost was more. But we only wanted to charge the people that were going the cost of transportation, the cost of food, and the cost of lodging. All of the additional costs that come with, you know, the ministry work and the materials and the tools and all the stuff that we're going to do, you know, was donated by the by the church budget. So that was paid out of tithing. It was based out of tithes and, and yeah. offerings, yeah, absolutely. And so that way we wanted to make it, again, as easily accessible to people as possible, uh, wanting, wanting to to save them that money and, and help them to be able to go. So we took 26 adults. They had 18 and older. Um, we had um, some younger people, and we had some older people. It was it was really great. We had some couples. Um, we had some singles. and But it was really cool to see all their gifts come together at different times with different needs of the different projects we were doing. What were you doing in there in Venezuela? That particular – not Venezuela, Belize. Oh. <laughs> That's a prophetic word. <laughs> that is a prophetic word. Yes. Yeah. yeah what, were you, what were you doing in, in, in Belize? Yeah, Belize. In Belize. Not country X, but yeah. yeah, Belize. In this particular trip, we um, have it connected with a school in Belmopan, the capital city of Belize, up in the mountains. And the school is a Nazarene primary school. It's called Raymond Shepherd Nazarene Primary School. Uh, they have a couple hundred kids uh, from. Kindergarten to eighth grade. Say that name again. Raymond. Raymond Shepherd Nazarene Primary School. In what city? Belmopan. Technically, it's in Roaring Creek, but it's it's right next to it. And people can Google that, and they have a website and everything. You can find it on Google Maps, absolutely. So if you want to help this primary school where Martin went, you can Google that and get some more information. So... It was a, it's been a great school. It's been there for 50-plus years, very well-rooted in the community. It's got a long history of, of great education, Christian education, um, raising up young people in the academics, but also in the Word of God and in the faith of Jesus. And uh, those kids grow up, they graduate, and they, they serve in their government, and they serve in their communities, and they serve as business owners. And, and you know, what a great investment of raising up Christian uh, education in their community. So, but 50 years old... 
in a country like that, it's got a lot of wear and tear. It needs a lot of, of TLC. And so you're just coming in and, and doing some improvements for them. Did you have a list, like a checklist? Oh, yeah. Okay. Tell us a little bit. Tell, what was the number one thing you wanted to do before you left there? And did you get it done? Yeah. The number one thing we want to do was to, was to build a library for them was to take a storage room and turn it into a library. And so got the whole thing, empty the whole thing, new paint, new shelves, new tables, desks, new books. We brought down books with us, new curtains even. I mean, new fan, new lights. Like really the, just bless that. What's the square footage of this library? It's not very big. I would say 10 by 20 type of thing. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, but the kids were so excited. I mean, and then, you know, as we were going through there, the old library that was kind of more of a storage unit and cleaning out things and putting out the books we were going to throw them away um the teacher was like no don't throw them away mm-hmm. and we're like well kind of new books and these ones are kind of old and and stuff and they're like no just just set them out and give them to the kids and the kids were so excited to be able to take books home uh with them and keep them right so that was one of the projects another was a guard a guard station at the gate of the school i mean the school has grounds and it has fences and gates and so just, building so a guard station going back to the library that was the the project so pastor rick day and anita day his wife who's a librarian mm-hmm. here in america they went on that trip yeah and that she was asking for books and that's what those books were for was for the library right i had no idea Mm-hmm. She just, all I knew she she was like well if you have any books and we found these great sets of books in our community library for or our our community warehouse uh, for these it, it was like a library set it was multiple classroom sets of these books and I said well I don't know, maybe this was she I didn't know she was building a library but that's incredible yeah I mean we just <clears throat> reached out to them and said what do you need mm-hmm. what what is it that you need what is it that you want. Um, what can we do for you? Rather than coming down with our own pet projects and saying, we want to do this. Right. Going, what is it that you want? What is it that's going to be a blessing to you? What's what's on your to-do list? So, and, so library, guard shack, what else? Um, the painting. You know, uh, you know, they have a lot of humidity there. Uh, cement. It's, you want to keep it painted, fresh. Um, so there was that. Um, we did. We brought doctors and nurses with us, and so we did some wellness checkups for all the kids, the hundreds of kids that were there, and some of the teachers um, and administrators as well. I know there's there was one lady who actually I think had a heart attack while we were there, and I I, I well I asked her how are you doing today, and she's like, well I'm doing okay. I just I got some pain in my arm and in my chest, and she starts to like rub her left like you know mm-hmm. chest and shoulder. I'm like, you know, we have some doctors here that maybe could check you out and she's like no no it's okay and so i went and got one of our female doctors and i said hey this is what happened and she immediately started to do that you know kind of a hey how are you doing and check up on her and stuff like that and they're like i think we need to call an ambulance and i'm like i'm way faster than any ambulance like i got a van right here like let's just get in it so then we jumped in the van and i got to drive like an ambulance through the you know belmont city like changing lanes and running red lights and getting her to the hospital as fast as possible and uh and it, she everything turned out okay um did she actually have a heart attack i don't i think so i i, I didn't get to go in the hospital with her the doctor you oh. know went in with her and right. stuff like that okay. um but what was interesting is i couldn't go into the hospital um into the er area so i went to another door thinking i could maybe get in that way mm-hmm. um and there was a guard there and he's like who are you and what are you doing and i was kind of telling him he's like oh my son goes to that school and then he let me in, you know what I mean? Really? And I, then I met them at the pharmacy um, and things like that. But yeah, so it was really kind of cool. Again, that that school has got a great history in the community and, and things like that. So, You know, I'm just curious because the, you said it's a Nazarene yeah. school. And Deer Flat is a free Methodist 
denomination. Yeah. How do you make that connect? Was it just a just one of those things where it was like yeah, great, connection or great question? Again, networking with people and very very kingdom minded. You know, very being open to the different corners of the kingdom, what God's doing, whether with whatever you know might be the the denomination at the time. Um, but this again was through that email that I had talked to you about in the previous show. Was through that email and that connection that I right. made when I went down there. Uh, the Nazarene Church is well established in Belize. I've been there for for many many decades. They've got dozens of churches throughout the country and schools and things like that. So it and makes sense to partner rather than absolutely. to like try to blaze a new trail. Right, and they're already doing great work, and they're going to be there. They were there long before we we came, and they'll be there long after we're gone. So an investment in them is going to be. It's, it's not going to be a waste, right? It's going to be there for long term. So we're going to bring you back again next Saturday for another discussion. We're going to talk about the trip you took with all the young people, 52 yes. young people that you took down there. And and I and I, I, I don't want to ruin it, but preview it a little bit. You didn't go back to the same lo- – you went to Belize, but you went to a different location. Different town, yep, not in the mountains, on the coast, different uh, school, uh, preschool, things like that. But, yeah, we definitely a lot different. Was that school also connected with the Nazarene Church, mm-hmm. too? Yeah. So same group of people, just a different – It was through the Nazarene Church, but it's with an organization called Starfish. So we'll, we can talk about that, though. All right. With that, we'll be right back. Hi, this is Pastor Marvin Flaherty. And are you looking for a place to connect with others in the Caldwell area? If so, come and join us at Deer Flat Church in Caldwell, Idaho. We're a welcoming and friendly community of believers who come together to grow in our faith and support one another. Our services are filled with uplifting music, inspiring messages, and a warm and welcoming atmosphere. We believe that everyone is welcome, no matter where you are on your faith journey. Join us this Sunday and experience the joy and fellowship of our community. Visit DeerFlat.org to learn more about our services and events. We look forward to seeing you there. Estegos needs volunteers. Come and volunteer at our community warehouse. We need help with sorting, building, organizing, and displaying our extensive inventory of products. We can even host your church or business volunteers as well. If you're interested, reach out by email to harry at estegos.org. That's H-A-R-I at estegos.org or call 208-230-9706. 208-230-9706. Hi, this is Pastor Dave Magira with The Teacher and the Preacher. People have asked, how can we pray for Israel? Let me give you some ways to pray that are directly given to us from Israel itself. Pray that God would accompany our troops into battle, that he would fight alongside them, that he would protect them from all harm, that he would miraculously bring all of the captives home without our needing to release and negotiate with murderers and terrorists in return, that he would bless our leaders with courage and wisdom and perseverance to make difficult decisions and ultimately have the willingness and wherewithal to destroy our enemies, not just deter them so that this never, ever happens again. And pray that he would place within the nations of the world a heart of understanding and spirit. Please pray that he would bless our land and our people with a true and lasting peace, a peace where children no longer need to fear the sound of a siren. May God grant Israel his peace. Thank you for praying. And we're back with Beyond the Walls and uh, mi hermano, mi amigo. Team Flaherty and Pastor Martin from Deer Flat Church. And thank you, Martin, for taking the time to come be with us and share about uh, mission trips, whatever the Lord has been leading you to go. And uh, on this occasion was Belize and this group of 26 adults and all the projects with the community and the library there. I believe that knowledge uh, helps our kids, you know, raise in the fear of God. And then 
when we pray for uh, fearful people of God, for uh, righteous people, that's how we start, you know, investing in the little ones, in their education, so they grow in the fear of God, and then they can become men and women of God to serve in our communities, to serve in our countries. I want to remind you of Aztegos.org, Aztegos.org. Dot .org our community warehouse is going to be currently open even on this season that we're going through of Thanksgiving please be aware of that and check out for the times and the address and the location and as you uh, take time to come and purchase items you're also investing in God's kingdom uh, through this nonprofit and the work that Astegos is is doing A S T E G-O-S-dot-O-R-G. I want to take this time and to thank you, radio listeners, and come to the Lord in prayers and commit our life to Him for this weekend. Lord, we thank you for being in our midst. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for illuminating our thoughts through your word. We pray that the seed of the word of God is planted, is rooted in our hearts. He may bear fruit that last fruit that remains, fruit of repentance, the fruit of salvation, gift of God for he who believe, power of God for he who believe. I, I pray for every person that is listening to this radio program, who is listening to the podcast, that I pray that the Holy Spirit make their light bright shiner for the glory of God. Give us a good weekend with our families and as we go to the different churches to hear your word and do what you say in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, I can't really say enough thank yous. It's, it is the, the week of Thanksgiving and the spirit of gratitude is with us. And to be honest, there's so many people that have been out there with us, helping with us. And for that, I am truly grateful. We'll see you next week.